Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, happy 4th of July to you, man. Yeah, happy 4th to you as well. And happy 4th of July to everyone out there um, tomorrow, obviously. Uh, we're all going to celebrate um, Independence Day, and hopefully uh, everyone gets out and enjoys their friends and family and the beautiful weather that we're having and enjoying the fireworks. Um, you got plans to go see some fireworks tomorrow, Chris? Uh, Possibly. I saw some fireworks over the weekend that uh, kind of stole the show, so I don't think I need to see any more. I'm good can't, right can't now. Can't beat those fireworks can't, you saw? Can't beat those, no. Well, that's nice. So um, today we do have uh, we, we have our episode that people voted on, right? Yeah, we have a winner. So we have a winner. We should announce the winner. Unless they, they probably already saw it in their email, but we should maybe still do a little drum roll. So you, you want to announce the winner? Go ahead. It was Deputy Director Russ Marlin. Wait a minute. That sounds like it sounds like... That was fixed. Wait a minute. We do have a lot of FOA people who listen to the podcast. So. Or I might have voted 100 times. I'm not sure which either one. But, yeah, so uh, excited to have uh, your favorite episode on, which is Deputy Director Russ Marlin and uh, his Polar Plunge this past February. And not only the Polar Plunge, but I, hopefully we can put the, the picture up of, of Russ's outfit that he jumped in. Remember, do you remember what that looked like? I remember it did not look uh, well for what was not suited for for yeah. us or any man. Uh, Bikini-ish kind of little, looking. Yeah, I think it was made out of yarn too. Yarn, yes, yeah, it was definitely definitely knitted. So, um, yeah. So before we get to that though, we got a couple a couple announcements to make. Um, next week is going to be a very very important week for for us. That's because it's our hundredth episode, and we're going to have some very special guests on. Um, I don't. Would you say it's extra long? Extra long episode or we haven't fully. Uh, I don't. We haven't heard the full. We got a lot of things into it, but Kamara has not let us know. A lot of editing, hopefully. A lot, a lot of editing to, to do. But there's a lot of special guests, a lot of like, really cool stuff uh, in that episode. What's our, and what's our plan for that day? Do we have a plan yet? Well, we're going to be going out on tour. We're going to be uh, stopping around to as many places as we can uh, around. Uh, well, we, we can't go too far. We can't go to the UP in a day. But uh, we're going to try to go around uh, the region and uh, provide some uh, little you know, little gifts to some of our favorite uh, past guests sure. on the podcast. So that'll be very fun. So hopefully if you're in the Lansing area or, or even a little bit south of that, you might see us uh, pop in on Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday, the 10th, and uh, say hello and thank you for being on the podcast. And we may have a special guest on the podcast, of a former a former host of, of Field Days. That's possible um, too. We think uh, we think he may come back and make an appearance. So you may hear you may hear his voice again, which which will be fun. Yeah, um, but if, you know, if you have not listened to Field Days ever, which would be weird because you're listening to it right now. Right. But if you have not caught all the episodes, or if you want to get caught back up, you've got a week now. Uh, you know, today is the third. You've got until the tenth uh, before the hundredth episode comes out. So if you wanted to binge listen. To 99 all, episodes. All 99 yeah. episodes. I went back and looked. It would take you 40 hours, 52 minutes, and 6 seconds, roughly, give or take a few seconds, to uh, go back and listen to all 99 episodes. So if you want to do that, you've got time. So if you've missed any, or missed all of them. Oh, God, so much to say about how much of a geek you are, but we'll, we'll, let, that, we'll let that go. Um, thank you for doing the math on that, Chris, and, and informing people of, of uh, how long it would take them to listen. So tomorrow, before the fireworks, you have four and a half, five hours to, to blow. <laughs> Feel free to listen to uh, Field Day's podcast. Um, anything else we want to talk about before we get into uh, the favorite episode of the, of the year so far? I guess if we are going to binge listen, you might want to start after, like, episode 15 or 20-ish. Oh, I see, so I see where we're going here. Yeah, I see yeah, where we're going Because if you start at the beginning, you're not going to want to keep going. You know, you've got to start strong. Yes. So it, maybe after Noah got fired. I was just going to say, strong being when you came on board. Post-Nagy yes. post era, 
it was really when it kind of came into being. So yeah, more importantly, actually, when we got some equipment that worked <laughs> is when is when uh, we actually started uh, making this thing work a little bit. So excited about next week. Hopefully, everybody will enjoy it and tune in to uh, hear some uh, some very special guests who uh, who are on the podcast, former guests, and uh, hopefully we'll have some have some fun with it. But now let's get to. Uh, this year's favorite episode so far, and that's Deputy Director Russ Marlin and his Polar Plunge. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your two-time PACE award-winning hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hi, Chris. Well, you know, it's a big week on Field Days today. Um, we, we got a good, we got a big episode, a good show. We're going to talk polar plunge. Um, did I see that you jumped in, into some water this weekend, Chris? I, I have not, I have not made oh. that light leap yet. Okay, well, maybe Sunday. Well, well, our guest did, and uh, our guest is Deputy Director Russ Marlin, and he took the plunge this weekend, Chris. And it, uh, it was a very snowy weekend too. So uh, I, I kind of want to get into, you know, uh, what it was like to jump in a freezing cold lake. So, Russ, welcome to Field Days. We appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you, Greg and Chris. I appreciate the opportunity to, to spend some time on your award-winning podcast. Yes, you can say that again, please. Yes. Um, so, Russ. It's dripping with sarcasm. Yeah, I, I, I felt that, too. Um, so, have, have you warmed up? Are you, are you, did you sit by a fire? How'd you, what, what happened here? Uh, yeah. I, your bones still cold? I have warmed up. Um, it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And, and I will say it was not as cold as I thought it was going to be. Well, you know when you know when our our, our other co-host Noah Nagy, uh, he jumped in it. He really almost cried how cold it was. So it's funny that you say that because Noah complained how how bad it was and it was terrible. And it was freezing and he'll never do it again. So um, that's in, that's interesting. Yeah, I think, I think we could learn something from that. I, I think we learned a lot from no. that actually. Yes. <laughs> so let's let's get into uh, well first of all the importance of this. You know, Polar Plunge is a Special Olympics event where it raises money for Special Olympics, which is a, you know, we have a lot of DOC people who are involved in Special Olympics. You know, I, I think we're one of the top, I, I forget what they call it, a gold or a pinnacle award for how much money we raise as a department. So it's very important to us, and I know, Russ, you took part this year. So why, this is your first year, so why did you decide to jump this year? Well, last year at um, our 4B conference uh, over in Grand Rapids, as I was walking around talking to uh, some of our great FOA staff there, uh, I stopped at the table with the uh, Kent County Parole Office, and <clears throat> I was kind of congratulating them for the tremendous job they do raising money for Special Olympics. And it is a great cause. You know, uh, law enforcement has partnered with um, Special Olympics for years, and Department of Corrections in particular, as you mentioned, Greg, is always one of the leading fundraisers for Special Olympics. And uh, this office over in the West uh, side of Michigan does tremendous job raising money, and uh, last year they raised this. This uh, you know, there's only 27, I think, uh, jumpers on this team. Team Yellow Snow. Team Yellow Snow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of their team, Team Yellow Snow. Did you help come up with that? No, I did not. They had the name uh, set before I joined the team, but um, they raised 20. Pick the right person for that team. <laughs> <laughs> they they raised over twenty thousand dollars last year, and then again this year. Uh, they just eclipsed twenty thousand, twenty thousand five hundred and nine dollars they've raised wow. um, this year. So they do an outstanding job. And um, so I, I was talking to them last year and congratulating them uh, on how much money they raised. And they said to me that I should come out and jump with them and um, and let them pick my costume. So I, I think uh, you know at that time it was summer. It was warm out. Uh, the polar plunge seemed so far away. So it seemed like a good idea to say yes. 
um, thinking maybe, you know, by February, you know, something would come up in my schedule and, <laughs> oh my gosh, I won't be able to make it. But it quickly approached, and I was kind of excited to do it because, um, again, these guys work, these guys and girls worked so hard all year raising money. And so um, I did not see the costume that they had picked out until I got there that day. Wait, 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 but it sounds like a bad idea from the beginning to, to you know, I, I, I totally agree that, you know, if somebody asks you to jump and his staff, and absolutely, that sounds like a great idea, but let's back up here. You said that you let them plan your costume. You, you had no say in this. You had no idea what you were going to get yourself into here. I did not. Uh, I just told him to be nice, and uh, I think... That sounds like a terrible idea, Chris. I don't, I don't know. Am I the only one hearing this? I don't he's, <laughs> he's very trusting of his staff, okay. so that, that's something to be And, you know, in the weeks before the jump... Um, Bill Decker kept emailing me saying, make sure you um, wear compression shorts or Speedo <laughs> to the event. And I replied that it will definitely not be a Speedo. And we thank you for that. Uh, <coughs> Social media thanks you. Nobody, no, nobody wants to see that. And so uh, I did have some compression shorts on. And um, we got there. I, I don't know. I think I put a picture out on Twitter of the Bill's mother uh, crocheted, knitted this costume. So it was, um, the shorts were a little skimpy. They were a little tight. Uh, there was like some sort of a poncho top and some leg, leg warmers. <laughs> did they leg keep warmers. It warm? No, no, they did not. They did not. <laughs> uh, the yarn, you know, uh, got a little saggy, and really they they function more like ankle warmers. But and then you know once you jump in, all that yarn becomes extremely heavy uh, and wet. So, um, but it was a very cool costume, and so I thank Bill and his mother for putting that together. Yeah. But you know, Bill, uh, Jonathan Timmers out there in in, uh, in Grand Rapids was kind of. They told me he was really the person that got everyone in that in that area motivated towards Special Olympics. And he's Jonathan's done a ton of these jumps. And Bill and then Sean Wheeler as well, the three of them uh, raised so much money. Dave Hosfeld raised a lot of money. That office and, and Jennifer uh, Barnes up there, they raised so much money for this event. And so uh, it was fun to go there to Turk Lake Bar, hang out with them uh, for a couple hours before the jump and then do the jump with them. I watched them a couple of years ago. And it was extremely, extremely cold that day. And I was, I was in my full ski outfit with snow pants and everything. And it was, and I stood out there just watching them, and I was freezing cold. So this weekend it was much better. It was like 22 degrees. The sun was out. There wasn't any it's wind. It's a balmy 22 degrees. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, set the set the scene for us. You know, what uh, are you going into a pool? Or are you going into the icy? Uh, are you going into a lake? What, what was it like going in, going in there? And then. Talk about your mindset and, and the jump itself and how much thought you put into how you're going to approach actually the actual jumping jump, into yeah. the water. Yeah, yeah it's, it, they cut a hole in Turk Lake, so it's an actual um, you know, hole in the ice, and, and you're jumping into a lake. It's not a pool or a pond. And they have some, thankfully, they have some, uh, some sheriff's department divers there in the water to help you out and, I guess, to uh, you know, save you if you panic if or the urine gets too heavy. Have, have, have a heart attack. Um, <clears throat> I will tell you, my son, who is uh, 10 years old, was very worried about me. He thought uh, Dad was going to die in this event. Um, so he wanted to make sure there were uh, divers there. Uh, he kept asking me what happens if I sink to the bottom, and I told him that they would hopefully pull me out. He was concerned that I have a heart attack. And so uh, he was there. It was very nervous for me. But um, So to, to answer your question, Chris, when I was there a couple years ago, the nice thing about this weekend is our group went first. So when I was out there a couple years ago, there's a long line of jumpers, and these folks stood outside for probably 20 minutes before they even got to be able to jump into the water. So this year was much better. We, we left the, the bar, went right out, and jumped in. So very little exposure um, before the jump. But I hadn't really thought about how 
I was going to jump before. So Pat Lane, who's the supervisor over there, I was talking to him in line and asking him if he had any tips because I didn't even know if the water was over my head or not. And he said it's not. And so he said to be careful so you don't bounce off the bottom. And so he told me that he kind of rocks back a little bit uh, and enters, you know, with his rear end. So I thought, you know, that sounds pretty good. So that's that's the technique that uh, I chose. And as I got there, you could see the ice floating on top of the water, and it just looked very cold. <laughs> but honestly, standing in some short shorts on this, you know, on a snow-covered lake wasn't exactly warm either. So I just wanted to get in uh, and get out <clears throat> and uh, as quickly as I could. So, but it was enjoyable. It was very, it was very refreshing, <laughs> um, and uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. You know. Uh Chris and I saw actually saw a video of this. I think it was, maybe you sent it to us, but I was a little disappointed. I don't know about you, Chris. I was disappointed. I saw I saw him jump first, and it kind of was like you know the the, the bottom end in first. And then whoever went after you, I'm not sure who it was. I couldn't really see well, but they went full out belly flop. Yeah. And I was thinking, man, I mean, how cool would have been if for us would have did a full out belly flop into first time polar plunge? Been pretty cool. And I got to tell you too, Russ, that uh, Chris and Kamara and I we we had a, a a viewing of your outfit before that day. Nathan Horde who was uh, instrumental in a lot of this stuff, too, sent us a, an email of a picture. It was on his chair at, at, at work, and it was your outfit. And I, I think we all three got a pretty good kick out of uh, knowing that a couple of days later you're, you're going to be in this outfit. So, yeah, those guys, those guys that really do it up well. And, I, hey, more power to you. Great for you that you actually followed through with this and, and wore that outfit. So do we have pictures of that we can put on social media, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. There's some out there. We'll, we'll I, know you've been pushing, I know you've been pushing for this big time the last couple of weeks about getting pictures of Russ and uh, put them on social media. So Yeah, and, and anyone else, too, because we've We've started to see a lot of them come rolling in from around the, around the state. Oh, absolutely. Whether that's, it's CFA or FOA. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Send us your photos. Uh, we know a lot of people have been doing this, uh, not just the deputy director, but obviously the only deputy director uh, who, who went in this year. So I don't know if you can – there's still time to recruit Ken or Jerry Ann, but uh, I'm sure you've made that pitch. Yeah, I'd love to see him do it next year. I'd love to see the two of you do it next year as well. Maybe uh, we could jump in with our microphones and – Good luck with you. What are you saying? To do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I mean uh, there's a lot of people in the DOC – you know, throughout the whole state that that partake in this, so you know, maybe 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 it's time, Chris. Maybe next year. Well, maybe next year. Get, we'd have to raise some money. So if there's people that want us to do it, and we'd have to see some some dollars, some, behind some real money coming yeah, through. Yeah. yeah, we'd have to see. We'd have to set up a, an amount. Well, Kamara, Kamara's got a lot of friends with a lot of money, so I'm sure she could she could help us out there. So are you gonna? Did you commit to doing this? Did they ask you if you're gonna do it again? Is this gonna be a regular thing, or is this a one time and one and done? They did not ask me, and I did not commit. Uh, <laughs> are you committing I now? I think that uh, you know the. One of the uh, jumpers on this team was a, uh, a Grand Rapids police officer, and he jumped with his eight-year-old daughter. So yeah. my daughter is eight, and my son is 10, and they both were there this weekend, and they expressed some interest in doing it. So I guess I would do it again if maybe they wanted to do it yeah. as well. But <clears throat> you're right about the fundraising. You know, there are teams across the state. And there was a team of people from um, here in Lansing that did it uh, this weekend. There was a team uh, from the Metro uh, Detroit area from FOA that mm-hmm. that did uh, a jump and they raised as way I understood it they raised uh, more money than anybody at their event these folks that I did it with in Turk Lake they raised that MDOC team that FOA team raised more money than anybody at that event and then they just told me that that uh, the group from from Kent County is actually $27 away from raising the most in the entire state oh, so there's only awesome. one team uh, of folks in front of them, and they're only in front of them by $27. So I think probably by, you know, the, the summertime, they will have, they will be the number one um, team in the state as far as fundraising for Special Olympics. And, you know, interesting story is um, 
as I put my goal was a hundred dollars, and and I actually raised five hundred dollars, so I was very, uh, very happy with that. I put put it out on Twitter. I had uh, several, That's many great. MDOC uh, staff that contributed, so I thank everyone for their contributions. But I was at um, four hundred ninety dollars like the day before the the jump, and um, I was showing it to my family, and and I told my son, I said, if somebody gives me ten dollars, I'll hit the five hundred dollar mark. And so he ran off, and I didn't know where he was going, and so. He went into his piggy bank, and he comes out, and he hands me $10 from his piggy bank. And so he said, here, here's $10. Now you have um, 500 And so I told him, Carson, you know, I don't, you don't have to give me your money out of your piggy bank. You save it. Um, I'll get it from mom. No. Uh, <laughs> he, but he, he, got, he got teary-eyed, and he told me that he really wanted me to have it. And so I took it and, and made the contribution for him. So I thought that was pretty cool. cool. And so hopefully he might be interested in doing it next year. And, you know, this really is a tremendous cause. And I think that um, I have not gone up to the summer games. And Sean Wheeler emailed me the link to sign up for that. And I think this year I'll take uh, my kids up there and, and volunteer as, that, as well because it's such a tremendous event. And everybody, all of these jumpers that I jumped with, talked about their experiences at that uh, the Olympics games um here in, in mount pleasant and what a huge impact that has has had on them and how awesome it is and so um it's a really great cause and i and i'm so glad the department of corrections in michigan is is a strong partner with the special <laughs> olympics and so hopefully um might be able to go up there this summer and uh, and see the games very cool yeah no I, I agree with you russ i mean it's uh we have some awesome people that work in this department of corrections and um they do some really really cool things to help people out so it's a great event it's a great cause and uh i'm sure you had a lot of fun doing this i'm sure it was a little nerve-wracking before you got there and saw your costume but you know awesome you did it cool great stuff and uh you know thanks for coming on field days today and kind of talking about it we, we really appreciate it it's my pleasure but you guys are always breaking news here on field day so i think is this are we breaking news that next year greg straub and chris gouts will do the polar plunge is that what i'm hearing a commitment i'm hearing i'm hearing a strong maybe I'm here to strong, strong. It depends on my, uh, my my children's schedule and sports. So. Oh, <laughs> so, there we go. There's the out. Yeah, yeah like, like you said, I'm, I, something's going to come up in February. I'm pretty sure something's going to come up. So, would love to. I mean, my family, my family, uh, my wife does it, and uh, she's she loves doing it. She does it every year, and uh, you know, she's been trying to get me to do it too. But we'll see. Uh, well, I, I, it, do, it definitely interests me. I don't know about you, Chris, but we'll have to see if if the public wants it. You know, we'll have to we'll have to get. Here's the question, so though: hear. Would you rather jump in a pool or a lake? Uh, I don't know. That's tough. It's got to go lake, man. It makes it real, right? Jump in the lake. I suppose, I suppose that makes it real. Come on. Well, we'll see. Stay tuned, right? Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. And we'll see if the, the Goutsnader jumps in a lake next year. So, um, well, thanks, Russ, again for coming out. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right. As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account, at MDOC FOA, and the CFA account, at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.